Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We've already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence so you will never work for someone else again. And now, here's your host, Dustin Heiner. All right, welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing, by having businesses, having passive income in every single way possible. Now, today we got a great show where we're talking about real estate investing. One of my favorite, favorite subjects is real estate investing, so I'm so glad I have an expert on Stephen Pesavento is on with us. Stephen, thank you so much for being here on the show. Uh, I'm super excited to be here. I definitely appreciate the work that you've been doing out in the world and excited to share a couple little nuggets with the audience. Awesome, Stephen. Okay, let's jump right into it. How do you make money so that you were able to quit that J-O-B and provide for yourself without working for somebody else? So I have two ways that I make money in my business. I invest directly in real estate and I actually go and buy cash flowing properties and I work with investors to partner with them so that they can work their job or make money doing whatever they're doing or go sit and drink Mai Tais on the beach. And we go out and we actually go and buy and manage and operate these large multifamily commercial buildings. And on the other side, I actually work uh, running an education platform where I train people specifically how to go and create the same type of multifamily operation business if they're looking to create a career out of multifamily operations. So I I serve both the passive investors, people who want to be totally hands off and spend time with their family doing whatever they want. And for those people who are obsessed with creating a new career that they can create that financial freedom on their own. That's great, Stephen. And I personally love having What it comes out to is multiple streams of income. I have many businesses and I love, especially once you quit your job, you should have a river of income. Like that's where your majority of your money come in. But once you have 40 more hours of your life back every single week, because you're not working for somebody else, you can implement that into other businesses. And so that sounds like what you did. Now, talk to us a little bit about what you were doing before. And then before you actually started investing and what got you over that hurdle to then eventually quit your job? Like, how did you start and how did you get to where you were able to be successfully unemployed? I'm probably in the exact same position or I was in the same position that a lot of you guys that are listening were in. I I was working in management consulting. I had was making more money than I had really ever believed was possible. I knew that it was, but you know, it blew me away, but I was unsatisfied. I, I had was making this income, but I was working in an environment and a culture and a community that wasn't passionate, that wasn't filling me up, and it wasn't creating that life that I had envisioned. And so I started this journey moving from company to company, career to career, trying these different things. And every time I left one company and went to another, I doubled my salary and I ended up finding that money wasn't the only solution, right? You've got to find work that is both passionate, that you care about, and that really is able to set you up for the finance, uh, the flexibility and financial independence that we all are looking for. And so after uh, my last uh, J-O-B, my last job, I was bitten again by the real estate bug. It had been something that I had wanted to take that step. And probably very much like a lot of you guys, you're thinking about taking another step. You want to go and create entrepreneurship 
kind of company or route, but something's holding you back. And for me, it was this belief. It was this belief. I don't have the money. I don't have the experience. I don't have the relationships, the connections. Can I really do something like that? And these questions and these beliefs really held me back until one day I literally jumped off the couch. I had a moment of clarity and I decided that I was going to move forward and that real estate investing was going to be the career and that I was able to actually move forward and have a lot of success buying and flipping over 200 houses before moving into multifamily to you know buy 200 plus unit buildings. It, it was at that point when I made that decision right there in, in the living room is what ended up giving me the power, the ability to do that. Now, there's a lot that goes into how I actually got there, but that decision is the key. And I know from experience that that's usually what holds most of us back. Yeah. And I know for me, it was that same thing. Just, well, I was even taught and we all are taught if whether you know it or not, we're all taught from the very beginning. Once we set day one in a kindergarten, all through high school, all through college, we're taught to be employees. That's literally what we're taught. We're rarely ever taught anything about entrepreneurship or literally nothing about investing our money. And so we're literally bred to be an employee, which is not bad. I'd say about 85% of the population are should be employees. Like they, they don't have the risk tolerance. They don't have the, I guess, the desire to do it. But the other, you know, let's say eight, 15% of us, like us, we can. And we, I, I know, like us, uh, I mean, you, Stephen, we would love employing people who want to be employees. We love paying them to do good work for us. Now, now, Stephen, okay, I think that a lot of people perceive real estate investing, and you said the exact same thing, that you might need a lot of money or a lot of experience or be a trust fund baby or, 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 or like there's always reasons why we should not or could not, or we can't do it ourselves. How do we get over that hurdle to know like that, that clarity? Is there anything more that you can help us with understanding that clarity so we can jump into that where we're now investing as well? Absolutely. And it's so important. I've dedicated uh, a good portion of my life to really being able to figure out how successful people think and what their mindset is and how that mindset, their thoughts and beliefs end up leading directly to the actions that they take and therefore the outcomes that they experience in life. And we talk a lot about this on my podcast called The Investor Mindset, which you guys should definitely check out if you like what we talk about today. But at the core, it's about understanding how we can ask ourselves more effective questions, questions that are going to get us starting to think differently than we are today. And by being able to change those beliefs and then most importantly, getting in community with other people to help support a new set of beliefs, then we're able to actually go and see that change happen. So for me in this example, just to share that story, I was in a position where I had those beliefs that were holding me back many, many, many years. I had first read a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad when I was 17, and it took nearly 10 years before I had actually purchased my first property. And the reason for that was because Every time I got close to that point, I didn't make the decision. I had those beliefs that were holding me back that were saying, nah, you can't do that. You're not that kind of person. But when I made the decision, what I did, the action that I took based on the advice of my mentors and other people around me that I had learned through podcasts and through reading and through videos and all the good things that we can do for free before we're even at a point to start investing in our education was I went and found a community of people who were already successfully doing what I wanted to do. And I figured out how can I get around them? And the first thing I did was I traded some of my time and expertise, unique abilities to be able to follow that person around. 
And then soon I learned that the fastest path towards that success is the same kind of education that I paid for to get my job in management consulting, a university degree. But in this case, it was actually how can I pay a coach or mentor or somebody to train with that I can quickly learn the blueprint of exactly what steps they took to get there. How can I avoid the potholes that are in their way and then be able to just simply jump straight to go and be able to, you know, really get on that path to start creating what I believed was possible. And it's once you step into that community and you start seeing that it's possible, you start seeing an example of somebody and you're like, well, if that guy or gal can do it, then I can definitely do it it's really going to have a huge shift in the way that you think and what you believe. And listening to this podcast is a perfect example of doing just that. I agree. And that was, or the book, Rich Dad Poor Dad, was also really instrumental in me realizing that, man, why do I think that there's only one way where I have to work that J-O-B, that just overbroke job to make money and eventually retire when I'm 65, 70 years old and not have any money left over. There's other ways. And passive income was one. And something that Robert Kiyosaki says in Rich Dad Poor Dad, which is great, he says, you need to work not to make money, you need to work to learn. You need to find how you can work for somebody else. In fact, I would literally pay Warren Buffett to allow me to work at his, his business so I can learn how to be a billionaire like he is. That would be so much so worth it. I know I've lost 30, 40, $50,000 doing things the wrong way. When it's somebody would just showed me the right way, I would have saved all that money. So. Okay, now, Stephen, once we have that mindset, we're like, okay, I've listened to Stephen, I've listened to Dustin, I want to do it. I want to start investing. Should we jump right into syndication, which is multifamily? Should we look at uh, doing a house hack? Should we look at buying a house out of state? What are your thoughts about, like, what is the best way for us to, we're, we're saying, yes, we're going to do it. How do we get started? Where do we start? Well, the first place that we start is we first get clear on what it is that you want and why that's important to you. If we start by getting clear on what that end goal looks like, what that vision of the future, what life you want to have, then you can start to figure out who can help you get there and then put that how action plan, that map, figuring out exactly how you're going to navigate through the forest to get to the place that you want to be. So first, we got to get clear on what you want, because if you're somebody who is looking to create a career out of real estate investing. If you're a person who's somebody who's thinking to themselves, I want to be in control. I want to be making these decisions. I want to actively be going out and engaging and finding properties and managing properties and raising capital and taking these action steps to be that person who's essentially like the conductor, the person who is going out there and, you know, directing the different teams and the different members out in the world, if that's something that really excites you and something that you feel like you get on board with, then I would direct you to go down that path of becoming an operator. And, and the, the fastest path towards doing that is definitely going to be getting in community and finding a coach or a mentor. But if you're somebody who's looking to, you've already been able to create some great income, you're trying to figure out how can I take the income or money that I have, the money from my 401k, the money that I make in my job every day right now, and I'm a high income earner, how can I place bets? How can I invest in and purchase parts of businesses or parts of properties in the multifamily space and be able to partner alongside experienced operators and receive up to 80%, sometimes more of the profit that comes from those deals and align my interests with somebody who's already been down that path and essentially partner with experts to be able to start creating that cash flow, that income, that wealth growth 
that real estate can offer without having to be the person to answer the phone and take those actions. So there's two different paths that I just described. One is a career. You're active, you're taking action, you're spending your time, you're creating that entrepreneurial path. The other is as an investor. And it's not mutually exclusive. You 100% can do both. I do both. I have a lot of clients who do both. But for some people, they've already been through a lot in their career. They've already made some great money, but they're not sure how can I leave and start to really create that income that comes in every single day that I know without a doubt I'm going to be able to get that check every month or every quarter. Then passive investing can be a great route because that you can grow that and then that could actually lead you down the other path of becoming more active if that's something that really excites you. That's great. Now, let's say my goal, actually, I'll give you, my goal was at 27 years old, or was 26, one of the two, and I said, you know what, in 10 years, I want to never work for somebody again. That's my goal. What would you suggest? Now, you said find somebody. Let's say I want to actually, I want to be an investor, whether it's investing my own money, being where I'm buying and owning the houses, more than likely, I'd like to own my houses. Now, what do I do after I found somebody that's already doing as well? Do I just piggyback up off them or do I do something else? Well, this is a great, great question. And there's no right or wrong answer, right? I, As you guys know, I came from the single family space. I flipped a lot of houses, but I ended up finding that for me and the business that I wanted to create built around my ideal client, built around people who are successful and passionate and really want to get the most out of life that I found multifamily was really exciting because of the scale and really the type of people that it's attracted to. But maybe you're somebody who really wants to be uh, down in the trenches, you know, making all those individual decisions in the property and you want to start small. There's no, there's no right or wrong answer. But what you're going to do, the action steps that you're going to take is that you're going to figure out, well, what is that financial number that I need to hit? What is my first goal financially that I'm trying to hit to be able to leave my J-O-B, to be able to leave my job, to be able to really know that I've hit financial freedom or financial independence that I can know without a doubt that I'm going to start seeing that income coming in every single day from the investments that I make or the properties that I purchase. And so once you know that number, then you can start backing in and understanding, well, what steps is it going to have to, am I going to have to take to get there? If you're somebody who is in a position where you're making 200 or $300,000 a year, you're working um, in a high paying job uh, or high paying career, but you're just not passionate about it. You don't like that anymore. Uh, you can take all that income that you're making and over the next five years, you can make 50000 or 100000 or $200,000 investments every year. At the end of five years, that money in most of these investments will have doubled, but you're going to continue to ramp that up. So within about four to five years, but you've get a, given us a 10-year timeline, so we've got tons of time to be able to get there. Uh, you'll be able to start seeing that income that can match your current income so that you could go off on your own and be able to do that. Now, there's definitely some details we can get into. I talk a lot about that in uh, uh, on our podcast, but I actually have a resource for people who are looking to learn about investing passively. It's about 52 pages. It's a, a resource we put together to answer a lot of the questions. You guys can find that at theinvestormindset.com slash passive investormindset.com slash passive. And we walk through some of those details. So if that's something that appeals to you, you can definitely go there. But if 
if you're in a position where you're not making that kind of money up front, or you haven't started saving that kind of money yet, and you're in a position where, you know what, if I quit my job today, I would need to be able to continue to make money. I, I'm going to still want to work because I, I enjoy doing work that I'm passionate about. I, I really enjoy these things. Then creating a career out of real estate investing can be a great path. And when you go down that path, it's something where it might take you, you might be investing time, effort, energy. Heck, you might even work harder at first to be able to create that. But the benefit on the back end is that as an entrepreneur, you have the ability to decide where you go, what you do, where you spend your time. You create that freedom and flexibility that you're in a position to then move over to being completely passive whenever you decide to once you've made that capital and you've invested it well. So I want you to talk to us about syndication because that's something that's written. A lot of people wouldn't really know what that word actually means and then how it actually applies. So if we wanted to do any syndication, because like you said, syndication, you have more doors and I know you'll get into it um, a little bit more about like exactly what syndication is, but you have, uh, it's a little more of a, it's, it's a bigger project, a lot more money involved, a lot more doors, hopefully a lot more return. You have people that need to invest with you, lots of sort of stuff like that. But if I said, you know what, I want to jump right into syndication. Talk to us about, because you started with single family homes and now you've moved into single fa- uh, to syndication. What have you learned that you can share with us about syndications? Yeah, so syndication at the core, it's just a fancy word for a group investment. So when you go and buy a stock from the stock market, that stock is what's called a security. It's a group, essentially this company has put out this offering publicly for you to be able to buy a part or a share in that business. Syndication is a private offering. So it's under some different guidelines, but we're creating a security, which means we're actually gonna be offering investors the opportunity to buy in a certain percentage of ownership in that entity, in that property, And then now they own shares in that property nearly the same as if they own shares in Apple or Tesla. But it's in this specific multifamily complex, the 100-unit building, the 500-unit building, the group of buildings, whatever that might be, you can syndicate that real estate in different ways. But again, it's just a fancy term for group, uh, a group investment. And the way a syndication is set up is there's the general partners or the sponsor or the manager, if you will, that's the group that has a lot of experience. They're going to go find the deal. They're going to go build those relationships. They're going to work tirelessly well before an investor ever sees an opportunity just to get something under contract and to get it to that point of getting ready to close. And then there's the limited partners, aka the investors. They're limited in their liability and they don't have to make decisions. And so the general partner is the one who's out there making decisions, operating the business. They've got the experience. The limited partner's limited on their liability, and they're able to participate without having to be hands-on at all. And they know that if their investment, even if it's 50,000 alongside somebody who has a million-dollar investment, that they're going to be equal in the ability of being totally passive. So some guy with a bunch of money is not going to come in and direct the general partners on what they do. So it's really beneficial because uh, up until about 2012, this was really reserved only for the wealthiest families and richest companies in the world. But it started to become available to more everyday people, more retail investors, more people are making 
200, 300, $400,000, $500,000 a year instead of people who are making millions of dollars. And the reason why this is so valuable is because the return profile is really, really compelling. It's, it's high. You know, sometimes people are able to make 12, 15, 18, 20% returns. And just to put that in perspective, if you're making a 15% return, you're doubling your money in five years, right? You can use this calculation called the rule of 72 and you divide the percentage return divided by 72 and it'll tell you how many years it's going to take for you to double your money. But that's a syndication and that's how it's set up. And why that's important to understand is because whether you're going to be the syndicator, you're going to create a career out of it, or you're going to be the investor, you're going to want to know how those pieces work together. So would you find in the position you're at, is it better? I want to say better. Would you personally prefer the, um, the being a general partner or being the limited partner where you're investing your money? I think almost everybody that I talk to, including myself, I just happen to be somebody who's super passionate about creating an impact in the world and doing work that really excites me. I don't really ever see myself as somebody who truly retires. I see myself working until the day that I go to wherever else we go, right? It's it's the the thing for me is I'm passionate about the work I do, so I found something that really fills me up. But with that said, everybody I talk to, and I have, I share the same belief, we're all working towards being able to be a fully passive investor. Once you create wealth, once you create a significant amount of income, being able to go into that position of being the passive investor is phenomenal. But for those of us who are at the beginning of our career, who are in the middle of our career, who are still in that growth phase, it can be phenomenal to be the operator as well because you're able to create great income while being directly involved in what's going on within that property. So they both are phenomenal for different purposes and different reasons. But for me, I love doing what I do. And I love the fact that I get to bring people together to be able to have this impact on all the investors, but also within the communities. Like when we go in and we buy a 200 unit building, and we're able to renovate all those units and make them nicer and create a better overall experience, a better community, be able to create friendships among residents within the community, which ends up leading to people staying longer, but also most importantly, creates a better environment for people to just be great humans alongside each other. Uh, that's exciting to me. And so I'm one of those people who nerds out on trying to help other people live a better life. And so I couldn't imagine any other way to do it other than being fully focused on on both investing, but on making those day-to-day -day decisions. So I love the operator side. And with that, that's the reason we actually created um, this community. We're able to bring together emerging operators, people who are in their career, they're working their, their job, and they've got some unique ability that they're good at. Because when it comes to the syndication team, there's really like three or four different roles. You have someone who goes and finds the deals, you have someone who's analytical and underwrites the deals. That person often will be great at being an organizer or being an operator. So they'll operate the deal. They'll make those decisions. They'll understand the numbers on a daily or monthly or weekly basis. They'll manage the property manager. And then, of course, the fourth thing is somebody who is bringing all that capital together. And so those four roles could be one person or they could be four or five different people kind of broken out. And so what's great about it is it creates this community environment where people learn, hey, how do I actually go and do this? How do I take these steps? And then together, they're able to, to work together as a team to be able to close deals on our deal team and to on a partner-driven program 
that ends up leading to people being able to get more deals done and do it together. And that's the thing that excites me is because I just get so excited uh, working with other people. I've been someone who's worked remotely. You probably worked remotely uh, for a long time and it can get a little bit lonely. And so it's nice as an entrepreneur to not be completely alone. You don't, do you know what I mean? Oh, I absolutely wholeheartedly do. And I mean, another thing, doing podcasts like this, getting to meet great people like you, it's also another great way to network and be able to get out. Uh, what What's your thoughts on the market right now? Obviously, we know it's you know 2021 right now. Market seems really, really high. Do you see it correcting? Do you see it continually going up? What are your thoughts about the market? Yeah, so I think the market is un believable right now because I would have for surely thought that we were going to be in a major economic recession, depression after what happened with COVID. We could have never expected that things would stabilize the way they have. But when I look at the real estate market today, it's it's really strong. And there's a few reasons that it's really strong. One is there's a limited supply. So what happened between 2008 and, and today is that Really, we were building uh, a lot of properties, but not as many as we needed. And because so many people had been burned in the last recession that they didn't really drive that forward as much. And so there's a lack of housing, both single family and multifamily. And so that ends up driving up the price of property. And then when we pair that with a economy that just had tons and tons of trillions of dollars of money pumped into the economy, there's people are looking to figure out, hey, how can I invest my money into hard assets so that I can hedge myself against inflation because it's going to happen. And then we have low interest rate environment. It ends up creating this opportunity to go buy real estate and pay a lower interest rate or lower payment rate. And so that makes property actually worth more money because people buy based on payment, even in the multifamily space, right? We're comparing how much money do our tenants pay and how much income do we receive from them compared to the expenses. And part of the expenses are going to be the debt service, right? And that's where we're going to get our return. So in the multifamily space, it's really kind of this difference between if I'm buying and I know I can make 8% and I'm paying uh, 3.5%, I'm making the difference between that. And when it sounds pretty small, but when you consider that 70% of the deal or 65 or 50% is coming from debt, that leverage makes that return really, really high. And so you can buy a super secure deal, but still have a uh, leverage that makes your return even better. So because of that, I think that the real estate market is going to continue to thrive. And multifamily in particular is a place where so much money from some of these other sectors have moved into because big hedge funds, big banks, all these people have gotten all this EDL money and all the government uh, bailout money that has happened. Well, they're funneling that into places where they have to invest and they know that multifamily is one of the most safe, most uh, uh, highly, uh, uh, or, or, sorry, the least volatile out of all the different real estate asset classes out there. And so just there's a lot of people looking at it. I definitely see what you're saying. It's interesting to see like the, it's been 12 years since the 2008 crash. And so it's just been going up and up and up. And so it's just, it's really interesting to see everything that has happened. I, like you with COVID and everything, I was thinking, man, there might be some, some turmoil in the market, but no, there hasn't been. In fact, one of my coaching students, I coach and taught him how to invest in real estate. He's bought in 2020. This is remember, this is COVID. In 2020, he bought six duplexes. And I think he only started with like $40,000 of his own money. 
He bought six duplexes. Now he makes a passive income of $4,000 in one year. I think maybe a little over maybe like 13 months. But um, my goodness, I was like, there are deals out there. You just need to know how to find them, know where to find them, and actually how to buy them. So, man, that's – and I, I love the idea personally – of syndication or getting multi-units where you're getting a lot of properties, or sorry, a lot of units in one property. You're spreading out the expenses. You're getting a lot of people investing with you. There's so many great things about that. There's so much more we can talk about, but let's jump into the rapid fire round. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. So the rapid fire round is just don't feel like you have to rush, but I just want to get out these questions because they're really going to help us to understand more. So you give us a lot of insights on getting started investing. Is there anything we might have missed? Anything that we could that you think we should know about being a real estate investor or even just doing real estate investing that you should you could share with us? Yeah, I think the biggest thing about real estate investing is that it's it's very accessible for just about everybody. If you're a person who is looking to create more financial freedom or flexibility, if you're somebody who is looking to create a career or maybe just be able to spend more time with your family, like all of these different desires that we want to have more security, to be able to do more of what we want when we want, they're enabled and empowered by the vehicle of real estate. Real estate is one of the uh, fastest ways to be able to create income. It's one of the, the ways that the most millionaires have been created. And the way that that happens is simply because when we buy an asset, something that creates an income for us, and we manage that well, and we go and do it again and again and again, and we partner with the bank, who's going to be our business partner in it, and then we partner with other uh, investors who are looking to create a return, together, we're able to go and repeat that process over and over again. And what's so great about real estate is that it's a simple to understand process. It's not complex and there doesn't, it doesn't require innovation. It doesn't require rethinking or coming up with a whole new way of doing something. The same process that's worked for the last hundred years will work for the next because at the end of the day, it's just about buying an asset and then making money on it. That's great. I love that. Now, if you were to go back and give your younger self, it could be high school, college age, your younger self, any bit of advice could be business, could be life. What would it be? Yeah. The biggest advice that I would give to people is just be more patient. Give yourself a little bit of of uh, gratitude for where you're at right now and understand that you're exactly where you are because that's where you're meant to be. So if you're in a career and you're sick of it and you're at this point, don't beat yourself up for not taking action until you're 42 or until you're 50 or until you're 27, whatever that might be. Just recognize that in this moment, you've come to this place where now it's making sense. Now you're thinking to yourself, I'm ready to take action. So do that. Figure out something that you took away from this interview that you listened to and go and reach out to somebody who can help you get there. Because by making that decision and then following it up with some immediate action, you're almost guaranteeing that you're going to move further towards where you want to go than you would if you didn't. That's great. I completely agree with that. All right. So what is one nonfiction book that you would recommend that we should read? It could be business or life, anything that is nonfiction. One of my favorite books, uh, I've interviewed the author on my podcast, The Investor Mindset, um, is written by uh, a author named Bob Berg, and it's called The Go-Giver. And this book is a parable. It's a Technically, it's a fiction book, but it's sharing nonfiction philosophies and ideas. And what they really do is he walks through a series of stories to teach you and remind you about the power of giving first, of creating impact in the world, of being value-driven, 
and how that actually will end up creating the most when you stop thinking about what other people will do for you and instead start thinking what you can do for other people. I have not read that book, but that's a, I've heard so many great things about it. I definitely need to read it because I completely agree. The more people that I serve, whether it be in real estate or with um, online businesses or whatever it might be, the better my life gets, the more better their lives get and more money I make. And so I think serving is awesome. Okay. What is one tool? It could be a piece of paper and pencil, an app on your phone, but what is one tool that you use on an everyday basis that we should look into? Yeah. So at Von Finch Capital, like one of the things that I've found is that when I have really important things that I have to do, and when the team at Von Finch is like trying to get super focused on a project, sometimes it can be easy to get distracted, right? We're on our computer. It's easy to open social media, all these other things. So I've got this app called the Freedom App, and it's a very small fee for it, but you essentially plug it in or install it on your computer. And when you turn it on, it blocks all of the applications that you don't want to use. And what I found when I'm working on a project, you know, for, even for the investor mindset or something like that, if I turn this on, it will shut everything down and I can just really focus. And that's so key. It's so important to be able to just get focused on those most important things so that you can actually start creating the ability for you to leave that J-O-B. That's great. I know it is so easy to get distracted. I used to be great at multitasking until I realized that's actually making things worse. In fact, I work so much slower when I'm multitasking and I get distracted on social media. So that's awesome. Okay, Stephen, you've given us so much great insights. I know people are going to want to reach out to you, listen to your podcast. How can they find you and how can they reach out to you? Yeah, so I definitely encourage you go search for the Investor Mindset podcast on YouTube, on your favorite podcasting app and hit subscribe and check out a couple episodes. I know that it's going to help you get closer where you want to go by listening to some of the lessons that I've shared that other amazing guests have shared. And then amazing guests, even like yours truly, Dustin right here, who's going to be sharing some of his favorite lessons in a way that you probably haven't heard on the episode right there. And then of course, if you want to get in contact with me directly, just head on to social media follow me on Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook and send me a direct message. Myself or someone from my team will reach out and we'll be able to help guide you. I'm a big believer of giving for us, right? So I'm going to definitely be able to kind of point you in whatever direction is going to help you get closer where you want to be. Awesome. Steven, you gave us so much great insights and wisdom. Thank you so much for being here on the show. I really appreciate you. Hey, super great to serve here. And the, the biggest advice I have to the listeners as I part ways is, Take something from this interview and take action on it right now. What's the one thing that was valuable? What's the thing that I want to take action on? Who do I want to contact? What program do I want to join or research? And put that in your calendar or, or immediately do something with that so that you can take the momentum from the feeling you're feeling right inside right now and be able to create a path towards where you want to be. Awesome. Thank you very much, Stephen. Today's episode has been brought to you by the Real Estate Wealth Builders Membership. That's the membership that I founded teaching people how to quit their J-O-B by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, Real Estate Wealth Builders is your place to learn how to invest in real estate with five different masterclass courses, group coaching with me, and a private student community where we all work together, all the tools and the discounts, all the resources and everything that you need to quit your J-O-B by investing in real estate. Now, I do want to show you how to do this completely for free. 
If you want to learn about investing in real estate for free, I want to get you my free real estate investing course. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. It'll be in the description, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. You can see how you can quit your job, that J-O-B, by investing in real estate. I'll show you how to find properties, how to use other people's money to buy properties, and how to scale the business to be successfully unemployed just like I did. Now, did you also know that there are video versions of each and every single episode on the Successfully Unemployed show? Well, I did record every single one of these for you. I recorded them for you so you will be able to learn from the experts themselves, see what they're doing, see everything that they are talking about on this show visually and all their examples, all their slides, all their pictures that they even draw. Everything is on there. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. Or if you just go to YouTube and type in successfully unemployed, more than likely you're going to find me. So successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. And I would truly appreciate it if you subscribe to Successfully Unemployed on YouTube and wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to this show so that you can always get every bit of new information on how to quit your J-O-B. Also, if you got anything out of the show, Share it with just one person. Share it with just one person so that they can see the light that it is so much better to not work a job, be successful, unemployed, and be your own boss. All right, guys, this is it for today's show. I will see you next week. See ya.